Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. قلب سليم. Sound heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Colburn Salim on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM on this beautiful Monday afternoon, mashallah. I'm Taslima Ali. I'm with you until 4 p.m. today. And of course, we always start the first hour with our madrasa on air with our maulana, Muhammad Ismail Tilfi, who is the assistant imam of Masjid al-Sabid. For those that were not following last week, we did Surah and we continue this week once again. Do we, ha- we have Molina online? Salaamu alaikum, Molina. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Taslima. Shame, Molina. I heard you've been kidnapped by the flu. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm down sick. Alhamdulillah. I have to say, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. This is more in the month of Ramadan. Jain, so Allah is giving more rewards out, mashallah. Mashallah, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you full shifa, Maulana, and restore Amen. your health so we can have you back in studio soon, inshallah. But Maulana, I know that you, with great kindness, still want to uh, give of yourself, and so we're continuing today's lesson. Uh, we're continuing with Surah Taha, Maulana? Yes, yes, we continue continuing with uh, Surah Taha, inshallah, and we'll be going through more of the lessons of uh, Nabi Musa, inshallah. Okay, inshallah. Malina, do you want to just do an overall view of where we were last week before we go into today's lesson? Yes, definitely, definitely, inshallah. Um, so just as a reminder to, to our listeners, alhamdulillah, um, so far we've covered that, um, you know, the, we, we explained why Surah Ta'a was given to Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We also explained that it was around about the sixth year of Hijrah, which means that the, you know, the Quraysh were increasing in the persecution against Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know, so things became very difficult for Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Surah Ta'a was also revealed to Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as if Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala wanted to comfort Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So in this manner, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained the story of Musa and how he fared with Fir'aun, you know, as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to comfort uh, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa your struggles and your strife that you're going through with uh, the people of Quraysh um, is somewhat similar to the struggles that uh, Nabi Musa went through to Fir'aun, with Fir'aun. And likewise, you know, like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we made it also clear that Abu Jahl was the Fir'aun in one hadith. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says that Abu Jahl is the Fir'aun of this ummah. So Fir'aun to Musa is Abu Jahl to, to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Like uh, Fir'aun was to Musa, so was the uh, Abu Jahl enemy to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala basically sends this to, to comfort Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So um, we, we also uh, spoke about, um, you know, when Nabi Musa was called by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the sign, it was given to, to uh, Nabi Musa on the mountain and established that it was a fire that he saw. And also then we went to, into the conversation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduced himself to Musa alayhi salam. 
And it's now Musa is on the mountain. It's late at night. His family is waiting for him at the bottom of the mountain. And he's standing on this mountain with a conversation, in a conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the dark of the night. Right? So when we spoke about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala address Nabi Musa, وَبَتِلْكَ بِيَمِينِكَ يَا مُوسَى You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Musa, وَمَتِلْكَ بِيَمِينِكَ يَا مُوسَى What is that in your hand? In actual fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَمِينِكَ In your right hand. Not only what is that in your hand, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala identifies the hand also. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَتِلْكَ بِيَمِينِكَ يَا مُوسَى What is that in your right hand, O Musa? So the question is, no, don't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala know what is in the hand of Musa? Obviously, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what he is in his hand. But the learned scholars, they say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did this only to affirm to Musa that what he had in his hand, that it wasn't a snake or anything else. Mm-hmm. And of course, remember, we in the dead of the night, walking late at night, Musa is now on the mountain. He's standing in front of a fire, mesmerizing fire. And yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling Musa, Oh Musa, what is that in your right hand? You know, as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants Musa to look at it again. As if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants Musa just to, you know, recheck again with Musa. You know, is it a stick that you have in your hand? Because Allah intends to do something else to the stick. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, what is that in your right hand, O Musa? And then Musa looks at it and he says, this is my stick. You know, and as the ulama, they described, they said that Nabi Musa was starstruck. You know, and he started, you know, uh, yeah, Allah, I, I use the stick to, 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 to take down the leaves and, and, and I keep my sheep together. And then he says to Allah, yeah, Allah, there's so many other benefits also in this. You know, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Musa, to throw down the stick. فَأَلْقِهَا يَا مُوسَى أَلْقِهَا يَا مُوسَى O Musa, throw down the stick. Now that we've affirmed, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching Nabi Musa practical iman. You know, in various places, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does this to, 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 to other anbiya as well. You know, in one occasion, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did exactly the same thing to um, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. You know, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, how is it, you know, that you will bring back to the life to, you know, death, uh, life to the dead? You know, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked Nabi Ibrahim, Awalam tu'min, O Ibrahim, don't you believe? And then he says, Ya Allah, yes, I do believe. You know, but just to give you, you know, my, my heart some satisfaction. You know, I, I, I'm just asking out of curiosity, how will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do this? You know, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Nabi Ibrahim, Ibrahim, take four birds, you know, cut it into pieces, or, or rather first, train them, you know, let them be close to you. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, cut them into pieces, you know, put a portion on this uh, place, uh, this mountain, and another portion on a different side of the mountain, another portion you know, of each of these birds, mix them up and put them on each, you know, each part of them, put them on different places of this mountain. And then you call them. And when Nabi Ibrahim called them, they all came flying together, you know, in their original form, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created them first in, they came back to Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam in that original form, you know, again as birds, 
It was never harmed, never, you know, chopped up into pieces. You know, and this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at times would, you know, show the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to his anbiya, you know, to strengthen the imam. Subhanallah. Bismillah, Maulana, you can continue. Right. So, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then affirms to, to Musa, you know, um, Musa, what is that in your right hand? And then Musa, he confirms that it is a stick, you know, it's not something else. Like it, could have, it, it, it could have been something else also. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just want to make sure that Musa is on the same page with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that what he has in his hand is indeed a stick. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then tells Musa, Al-Tihaya Musa, or Musa, throw it down. You know, as we explained uh, just before the break, you know, this is part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, teaching Musa also Iman, you know, increasing Musa's Iman in belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, so then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Musa, Al-Tihaya Musa, throw down what you have in your hand, O Musa. فَأَلْقَاهَا فَإِذَا هِيَ حَيَّةٌ تَسْعَى and then Musa sees this snake moving very fast. You know, so as we explained last week also, that when Musa saw the snake, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, uh, says that um, you know, Walla mudbirah, that Musa, he turned around and ran, you know, in the opposite direction. You know, walam yu'akid, and he didn't even look around. You know, until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him that Musa, Akbir, Wala, Tahaf, or Musa, turn around and the Batfiya, because you are from those who are protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, in Surah Taha, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Musa, you know, after Musa is in, in a state of fear, you know, and the reason why he's in a state of fear is because of the snake, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Khudha, Wala, Tahaf, take it and do not fear, O Musa. You know, um, grab the stick, you know, and like some people say, you know, they say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructed Musa to, to take the stick by the head, you know, so the most dangerous part of the stick, take it by the head, you know, and when Musa took the stick, you know, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also instructed Musa not to fear, Musa immediately saw the stick turning, uh, the snake again turning into a stick, you know, so something that is sometimes beneficial, you know, in your eyes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make it into a home. But also in the same time, the thing that is or seemingly looks like a home to you is also sometimes beneficial to you because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places benefit in something that can be harmful. You know, it's something similar to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا usri yusra." Indeed, with every difficulty this is. You know, so sometimes... You know, we, we, we face with a certain type of calamity. We sometimes face with something that is very difficult to grasp. You know, we face with something that, uh, you know, uh, our mind can't comprehend why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made me go through this, this fear or this thing that is causing discomfort to me. But like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, In every difficulty, this is, you know, sometimes people translate it in the same, after every difficulty is is, but in the verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, with every difficulty there is, is, you know, and we may not understand uh, immediately what the is is or what it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to, uh, you know, bring clear to us, but in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows that that particular thing that He made happen to us is perfectly suited for our needs. It's perfectly suited for what we're going through at the time. You know, so 
sometimes difficulties, just remember that with every difficulty, there is ease. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, is learning and teaching, or rather teaching. We are learning from Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us that, you know, through this difficulty, don't despair, that there's always a lesson to learn. And once you've experienced things in life, it makes you a better person also. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Musa, you know, take it and do not fear. سَنُعِيدُهَا سِيرَتَهَا الْأُولَى We will turn it back to the way it was before. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also instructs Musa to put his hand under his, his armpit and it comes out and it's white, you know, and without any deficiency or harm in it. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لِنُرِيَكَ مِنْ آيَاتِنَا الْكُبَرَى You know, so this is part of the, you know, the greatest signs that we will show you, O Musa. And then, remember we spoke about you know, many, many dear unfollowed by the You know, uh, yes. I think that Lima was struggling a bit with the, with the same also. Many, many dear unfollowed by the Aisi. I didn't understand what he was saying. Was it Chinese? <laughs> you know, so uh, this, this, is, this is part of the way, you know, um, when we speak in Afrikaans, is that, you know, just, don't just drop the bomb. You know, basically, you know, soften the blow is something that I want you to do, but, you know, or something great that I want to ask you. But instead of coming straight to the point, you know, I come with a, you know, a bender, as they would say, you know. So the actual reason Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also made Musa a Nabi also in in giving him these signs, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Musa, now, what is the purpose behind all of these things, all of these discussions that we've been having right now? Go to Fir'aun because Fir'aun is transgressed. Now, if you know the history of Fir'aun and Musa, you will know that, you know, just picture ourselves in, in you know, facing the... And, and, and there's a lot of governments in today's time that is rebelling, you know, against their own people. And it is known through our media what the people of Syria is going through, you know, the, yes. the heavy ordeal that they are going through currently, you know, with the, with the tyrant ruler that they're currently facing. You know, and we can just imagine, you know, the struggles they're going through, you know, and they have seen what this person can do, what type of harm, you know. Now imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructing one of them, you know, let's say for example, this ruler said to his people, when you find this particular person, kill him. No asking questions, nothing, just kill him, you know. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to that particular person, telling that person, go to the one who gave the order of killing you. You know, so you can imagine what Musa's mind would have been in state of mind he was in when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him, Musa, go to Fir'aun. You know, so this should have been an immediate shock to Musa. Next of fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in a different place in the Quran, if nada rabbuka Musa and when we call to Musa and Rabbaka when your Lord called to Musa and go to the, the transgressing people, Fir'aun, the people of Fir'aun, um, including Fir'aun obviously. One of the first things that Musa says to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Qala Rabbi inni akhafu you know, so he's not coming straight to the point 
what what's the problem with him in Fir'aun? He says the very first thing that he says is, Inni akhafu ayyukadzibun. Allah, I fear they won't, they won't believe me. And then he says, وَيَضِيكُ صَدْرِي وَلَا يَنْتَلِقُ لِسَانِي And he says to Allah, Ya Allah, my, 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 my chest has become narrow, you know. It's full of the dark, the order. You know, I, I feel a little bit tightness with this order. وَلَا يَنْتَلِقُ لِسَانِي And I'm not so fluent in speech as well, you know. And then he says, وَلَهُمْ عَلَيَّ ذَنْبٌ And upon me, Ya Allah, this uh, sin that I've committed, something wrong that I've done uh, from from his side. The akhafu ayyakatulun. I fear that they will kill me. And what was this particular incident that Musa was referring to? The incident that he was referring to was when a man from the Bani Israel, this is now when Musa was still in the palace of Fir'aun, so a man from the Bani Israel were arguing with one of the Egyptians, you know, one of the soldiers of Fir'aun. And while he was arguing, you know, they, the, the thing got heated between them and there was a fight between them. And then Musa, he saw this, and then he went to go break up this fight. And then unfortunately, by accident, he kills this Egyptian. And then, you know, this is after this man, he, he cried out to Musa, help me, help me. And then Musa assisted him, and then by accident, Musa kills this Egyptian. And the only people that was there at that particular moment was Musa, this person from the Bani Israel and this Egyptian. And then Musa, he got, you know, Allah, what did I do? This is from the actions of Shaitan. How could I have done this? And he was repenting to Allah, Ya Allah, forgive me for what I've done. You know, and he goes home and he's got, he continues to worry about this thing that he did. And then eventually, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or rather this man on a different occasion, he's arguing with a different Egyptian, this person from the Bani Israel. And then, at that moment, Musa, he again sees, he's an Ishiyah You know, some people, you know, they, you know, they, listen it, you know, by nature, they, they, they sometimes just find themselves in trouble continuously, you know, because of the way they are, the way they speak, the way they, they are to people. And then he's arguing with a different Egyptian. And he's arguing and arguing and it breaks up into a fight. And then he calls out again to Musa because he sees, he sees Musa. And then Musa, he looks at this guy. He said, you don't know. What's going on here? You know, and then Musa, he approaches, you know, this man. You know, and this man could see that Musa was upset not with the Egyptian, but rather with him because just the other day, I helped you, and now you're again in the same struggle in trouble with another Egyptian. And then this man, uh, this man says to Musa, Oh, Musa, don't kill me. You know, like you've killed the Egyptian the, day, the other day before. Oh. And then this Egyptian hears this. And then he says, Oh, we were wondering who killed this soldier of Iran. Now we know. It's Musa. And then he runs. And when he runs, Musa decides, listen, yeah, there is no other way for me out of this problem. I have to flee Egypt. And then he flees. You know? So this is the incident that Musa was talking about, that you know, he fears that they will kill him. This is exactly what he is referring to. So Musa, and this is exactly what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understood. Look at how beautiful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know, comes across to Musa, you know, tries to 
um, controlling, you know, I'm with you, don't fear anything, you know, the snake is nothing, and like the snake is my creation, so we fear on my, my creation as well, so don't fear anyone but me. You know, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Musa, إِذْهَبْ إِلَىٰ فِرْعَوْنِ إِنَّهُ تَغَى You know, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that immediately after this, Musa, he starts asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, قَالَ رَبِّ شَرَحْ لِي صَدَرِي Oh Allah, expand for me my chest. You know, one of the very first things that the person starts experiencing when he's, when he's in difficulty or, or, you know, or things is, you know, uh, just this, coming down on him heavy from all angles is that he starts feeling some tightness within his chest, you know, in his chest area. Even though we know that feelings and emotions is not truly, you know, in the heart or in the chest, you know, it's, it's merely a thing of the mind. But one of the places that we start feeling it is in the chest. One of the very first things that you do when you're in, in, in panic or so, and you start rambling or you know, you're know in stress, is that you start breathing deeply. <sighs> you know, as if you, you know, you want to calm yourself because you can start feeling the pressure on your chest. You know, so Musa, Ibrahim, Tawbadakhtafu, is telling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, my chest is, is, is tight because of this. You know, he, he starts panicking because he knows how big the task is. So he says, Rabbi sharah li sadari. Oh Allah, explain for me my chest. Meaning, bring calmness to me. You know, this, this, this task that you have given me, Allah, is, is, is weighing heavy on my shoulders. Rabbi sharah li sadari. Wa yassir li amri. Also make easy for me my task, ya Allah. Wahlul uqadatan min lisani. And make loose this, this impediment in my tongue. You know, they say that Musa alayhi salam, he had a stuttering problem. You know, look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chooses. You know, one of the main tools of a Nabi is uh, not his hands. You know, is, is, is not computer literacy, etc., etc. The thing that, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives a Nabi to, to, to send the message to, to, to his people is by means of his mouth, talking to his people. And Musa salam, he had this impediment in his, in his tongue, he started, you know. Um, in, 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 in one occasion, it is said that um, Hussein salam, uh, in the hadith it comes that it is said that Hussein radiallahu uh, he also had this impediment, this uh, stuttering problem. And on one occasion, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asking the opinions of people. So, Marlena, may continue, inshallah. Inshallah. So, before the break, we spoke about uh, Musa having this problem with his tongue. And he's asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to loosen up, you know, the, the knot from his tongue. You know, and, and Nabi Muhammad, we spoke about Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hussain radiallahu anhu, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam engaging in conversation with uh, Hussain. And the Sahaba around Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam started feeling awkward because of the um, stuttering that Hussain radiallahu anhu also experienced. experienced. And then, um, after Hussain, you know what's so marvelous about Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's, he's, he's speaking to Hussein. 
Hussein is stuttering, he's going through this, you know, stuttering moment. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi describes, he's, he's looking at Hussein and smile, with a smile on his face, and he's letting Hussein complete, you know, whatever he has on his heart to say, you know. And then he turns to, to the companions and says, uh, you know, are you concerned about this? You know, Hussein, he inherited this uh, problem of stuttering from his uncle, Musa, salam. You know, subhanAllah. You know, so Nabi is making the Sahaba also feel at ease, you know, saying, you know, don't, don't worry about this issue. And, you know, don't, uh, Nabi Musa also had, had a problem like this, you know. And, you know, something that comes to mind is why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indicating to the, to, to the problem that, you know, Musa had of, of the, you know, the tongue. You know, so it could be also that, you know, uh, why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealing this to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? You know, and as we know, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a, a person that couldn't read nor write. Um, doesn't make him, you know, uh, a person who is not of intelligence. Um, but maybe it came to him that, you know, I'm, I'm some of the weakest people in my area when it comes to, uh, you know, reading and writing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you know, even if you are worried even about that, you know, don't worry about that. Because look at Musa, you know, he had this problem with his tongue, but yet I send him to Fir'aun. You know, so Musa goes on with his dua and he says to Allah, Yafqa qawli, O Allah, so that they can understand my speech, Ya Allah. You know, I'm going to speak to them so that they can understand my speech. Waja'alli waziram min ahli. You know, Allah, give me a minister from my family, you know, assistance from my family. Harun akhi. You know, appoint my brother Harun. Currently, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking to Nabi Musa on Mount Tua. And Musa's brother, Nabi Harun, is in Egypt. You know, so at this moment, he's asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make his brother also a Nabi to assist him. And it is said that they explain that at the time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Jibaril, Allah accepted the dua of Nabi Musa and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Jibaril again to, to Harun, indicating to Harun that he has been made a prophet in Egypt again. You know, so Nabi Musa's dua is made and then he says to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, so that he can uh, also be some strength of, uh, for me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so that he can also share in my uh, matter. And then he praises, and you know, so that we can praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always looking. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you know, قَالَ قَدْ أُوْتِيْتَ سُؤْلَكَ يَا مُوسَىٰ Oh Musa, we've answered your, 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 your prayer basically. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَقَدَ مَنَنَّا عَلَيْكَ مَرَّةً أُخْرَىٰ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And O oh Musa, we have favored you even from before. And also now Musa is standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is expressing his, his difficulty that he's experiencing with this method that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving him. And then we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make Harun also Nabi. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after his dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Musa, oh Musa, We've given you what you've asked for already. We've given you what you've asked for. And not only that, O Musa, we've favored you even from before. Before we continue with Molina, just a reminder, Molina has been giving a, spe- a special gift almost every day when he's been on to visit my free Quran 
www.mulanaoja.net. Get your free Quran delivered to your door absolutely free. Mulana, would you like to continue? I think we have a, a few minutes to wrap up, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. Uh, no problem. Yes, um, so we're speaking about the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remember Musa is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, 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 to give him extra favors and to assist him, you know, with his tongue and his brother, etc., etc. So he's, he's, he's asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of these things in fear of thinking that he might not be able to do it. You know, in fear of thinking, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to do it if, unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants me these other extra favors to assist me with. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already gave him the snake. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the example of his hand. But he's now requesting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give him even more assistance. You know, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows him, okay, Musa, you've, grant, you've been granted what you've asked for. And also, Musa, by the way, it's like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying this, you know, by the way, you might not remember this, but we favored you a few other times in the past as well, you know, when you were a baby. So at this point, remember, we spoke right in the beginning when we started Surah Taha. We spoke about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, starts with the story right in the, you know, with the action start. Right? And then it reaches a point where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes Musa to when he was young. And this is exactly that point. And where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Oh Musa, you know, uh, we've we favored you from before already. You know? So this word, manna ya minu, is to where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favors. Uh, we, we, someone who's favored in abundance, you know. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that we have favored you in abundance and, and we will see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to. Remember, Musa has this fear in his heart of Fir'aun. Musa has this fear in his heart of the people that he's being sent to. It's not only one person, it's like an entire government that he's being sent to. Not only the tyrant, the ruler, but the entire government of tyrants that he's being sent to. So he's fearing. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes Musa back, as in to comfort Musa. You know, why are you fearing this? You know, when you were small, look at what we did. So, you know, so this word favor, uh, this manna ya minna that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about to favor, is also where the word mannan comes from. You know, as we know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-mannan, the one who is the one who's granting favors. Um, also, it comes in the hadith where Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, la yadakhul al-jannata al-mannan. You know, the one who is a mannan won't eat the jannah. Um, so, what does that mean? It is, you know, it comes in another hadith where Abu Dhar radiallahu anhu said that the Prophet says, Allah will not talk to three types of people on the day of judgment. The one who gives people things in order to remind them of his favors upon them. You know, how many times do we find this? And this is exactly what the manman is. A person who reminds you of the favors that you have, uh, you know, that, that was given to you. You know, so... How many times do we find people that is guilty of this? You give someone something, and then you start speaking, of, or you did favors to people, and you start speaking about the favors that you did. You know, in the end, Muhammad says that on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will talk to those people. In another hadith, it comes, uh, uh, three types of people will not enter paradise. 
one of them, the one who's unbeautiful to his parents, the one who's addicted to alcohol, and the one who reminds others of his favors for them. You know, on Ojai, Kaslimar, I dacht me for you, Dai and Dai Gagere, do you remember this in such and such a day? I gave you this, you know, in in return for, you know, that the person must be good to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, or rather Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala won't even talk to such type of people on the day of Qiyamah. That person who reminds other people of the favors that he did. And in another hadith, like we said, that person won't even enter Jannah, you know. So this is something that we should be careful about, you know, reminding people of favors that we did to people or things that we gave to, to people. So this is exactly the only one that is that is entitled in, in remember. Um, we spoke about also types of names that is forbidden. You know, Ar-Rahman is one of those names that you can't give to, to people. And also Al-Mannan. You know, you can't have the name Al-Mannan. So this is exactly what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is entitled to do. Allah is entitled to remind you of the favors that he gives you in this. In this verse, Allah does exactly that. وَلَقَدْ مَنَنَّا عَلَيْكَ مَرَةً أُخْرَى And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts speaking about the favors that he surrounded or rather the favors that he gave to Musa alayhi salam. And, you know, um, just to, 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 to end off, because I know we, we, we're closing down almost, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're drawing to an end, is that in the, in the following few verses, you know, we will see Subhanallah, our Musa is an infant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected Musa. You know, and this is also for us. That it's not your money. It's not your string. It's not your abilities that you have that is making you successful in life. It is only through the mercy and the kudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we achieving what we achieving. You know, in the in the following few verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about, you know, all the women. You know, many times women are looked at as the weaker sex. In the following verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing Musa. And Musa was this person, you know, they say in, 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 in one tafsir, it says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the strength of 10 men. You know, he was a very strong personality. You know, he was strong in, in strength. And yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a baby, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling him, you know, that, you know, the so-called weaker six that we normally think of as weaker six, the women, you know, how they helped you, how they protected you. And I was the one who helped you through them. You know, if we're just looking, you know, every day when I come to the studio, there by Voice of the Cape, it's the very first lady at the desk. The lady there, you know, Molana Sainia, and there's another lady behind, yeah. and then it's Yuta Slima in the studio, and then it's Auntie Abida there, and Auntie Zarina, <laughs> and all of the ladies I've seen there, you know, you'll find two or three men walking around there, but most of the time, it's the ladies that is doing the hard work, you know, so yeah, it's true that behind every successful, in this case, voice of the cake, you know, hard working women. Oh, Molana, you're, you're scoring big points now, mashallah. But Molana, it's un- unfortunately, we've come to the end of the segment, but we. we-
hoping that inshallah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you full shifa and we're hoping Amin. that you'll be back in studio with us real real soon but shukran maulana to you and your family for still availing yourself and continuing today's lesson Allah bless you maulana assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh